Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome to Aaron Menke's Cabinet of Curiosities, a production of iHeartRadio and Grim and Mild. Our world is full of the unexplainable. And if history is an open book, all of these amazing tales are right there on display, just waiting for us to explore. Welcome to the Cabinet of Curiosities. When it comes to transportation, people have always had their eye on the sky. From Da Vinci's Winged Wonders to Orville and Wilbur Wright's flights at Kitty Hawk, we've dreamed of soaring above the trees, zipping from place to place swiftly and efficiently. There's no traffic in the sky, no flat tires or detours to delay us in getting to our destinations. And Alexander Vegers saw the benefit of air travel, but he had a much different idea of achieving it than others. He was born in 1901 in Indonesia to Dutch parents who owned a sugar plantation as well as a hotel. His mother, Johanna, and his father, Albert, pushed Alex toward a life of constant learning. Johanna spoke numerous languages and taught literature, while Albert educated him on design and botany. In 1916, Alex went off to the Netherlands to study numerous subjects, including blacksmithing, mechanical engineering, shipbuilding, and art. Upon his return to Indonesia in 1926, he married his fiancée, Jacoba, and the two eventually moved to the U.S. where they settled down in Seattle, Washington. Alex took a job as a draftsman, and the two began to build their life together in America. Sadly, in 1928, Jacoba died during the birth of what would have been their first child, who was stillborn. Distraught over the entire experience, Alex left engineering behind and instead threw himself into art studying sculpture at the Art Institute of Seattle before moving to California in the 1930s. Come World War II, Alex enlisted in the Army, where he served as an intelligence officer. And it was during the war when he decided to make his grand plan to take to the skies official. He'd gotten the idea in the 1920s, believing that the helicopters of the time were nothing but death traps. They go down like a brick, he once said in an interview. Then, after his family in the Dutch East Indies was captured by the Japanese during the war, Alex saw a need for a new kind of vehicle, one that could get people in and out of a jam quickly and safely. He filed his patent for his Discopter, a flying machine, in 1944. About the only thing it had in common with a helicopter, though, was its use of horizontal rotors for lift. Otherwise, the two vehicles were completely different. Alex's rotors were encased in vertical tubes or tunnels, not exposed to the elements, or enemy fire. In fact, all the components were designed to be housed within a fully enclosed, disc-shaped frame. Like an athlete's discus, this unique craft was meant to slice through the air without resistance. 
Alex proposed his new aircraft to the U.S. military, and they showed interest in building a prototype. But no one was willing to commit any kind of funding to the project while the war was still going on. However, once word got out about his invention, people all over the country got the bug to build something similar. Over the next 60 years, the U.S. Patent Office saw upwards of 190 patents for vehicles of similar style and design to Alex's, especially during the 1950s. These inevitably led to films, books, comics, and television shows where disc-shaped aircraft were featured. Kids could even buy their own, in toy form, of course. But the strangest variation of Alex's patent came from an inventor named John Quincy St. Clair in 2005. St. Clair had previously filed patents for things like a walking-through-walls training system, which would teach a person how to acquire sufficient hyperspace energy in order to walk through doors and walls. He also patented a magnetic vortex wormhole generator so anyone could create a wormhole to another dimension with ease. Those patents made his idea for a photon spacecraft sound as reasonable as sliced bread. St. Clair designed a vehicle that used photon particles to lift itself off the ground and, just like Alex's model, was to be shaped like a disc. Alex Vegers didn't realize it at the time, but his vehicle was destined to become the stuff of science fiction for decades. It would be immortalized in movies like The Day the Earth Stood Still and Mars Attacks. But that had never been his intention. Despite there having been reports of alien encounters and strange sightings before, Alex hadn't been influenced by any of those stories. He simply wanted to make the helicopter better. And to do that, he had to invent and patent the flying saucer. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Words are important. But not just in and of themselves, but the order they are put in, as well as the ones that are left out. Take, for instance, the famous Shakespearean line, to be or not to be. If you were to say, take out the not, the sentence becomes pointless and nonsensical. While that never happened, as far as I know, something very similar did. One forgotten not changed the course of morality. Well, more or less. It began in 1631. No, scratch that. It began long before that, with Moses on a mountain coming down with a set of ten very self-explanatory commandments. Do this, don't do that. You know the drill. It became the foundation for Judaism, and later on, Christianity. All right, now let's get back to the 17th century. In 1604, King James I commissioned what would become the most widely spread version of the Bible in history. That's the King James Bible, in case that needs to be put together for you. It had been centuries since the latest version of the Holy Book, and the king felt under pressure from Puritans and Calvinists alike, pushing for a Reformation. And so, James commissioned the New Bible, calling for more contemporary language, as well as common and recognizable terms, the end goal being a union of the warring religious factions. After all, the church's vast array of various offshoots were well known for their battles, and this project was right in the thick of it. The King James Bible rose beyond just a religious text, though, becoming a staple to the English language and giving us household phrases like an eye for an eye, a bottomless pit, and many more. But not all Bibles are created equally, apparently. After widespread circulation, another printing of the King James Bible was ordered in 1631 from the Royal Printers in London. And while every other printing of that same book had 783 137 words, This edition had 783, 136 words. Yes, one word was omitted in the 1631 edition, and it made a world of difference. The word omitted was a simple not in Exodus 20, verse 14, flipping the seventh commandment on its head. Instead of thou shalt not commit adultery, it now read thou shall commit adultery, meaning that while you should not be killing and not stealing, you should absolutely be committing adultery. The Lord himself had spoken, or rather the royal printers in London had spoken. And as if that wasn't bad enough, there was another mistake as well, this time changing a single word into a hyphenated superlative. This one appeared in Deuteronomy 5 verse 24, where the Lord apparently didn't show his greatness at all, but his great ass, meaning that he must have one stellar donkey, since that was the only meaning of the word at the time of printing. And needless to say, there was something of a public outcry about it all. The archbishop was mortified by both mistakes and immediately set about rounding up copies to destroy them. Oh, and the printers were fined as well. 
by today's standards, around $65,000. While it may seem like nothing more than an innocent mistake, the sheer magnitude of the change has led some to believe that it was a classic case of biblical sabotage. This theory posits that a rival snuck into the royal printer's workshop and made the change in hopes that they would lose their exclusive right to print the Bible. Thankfully, the archbishop did not succeed in destroying all of them, though. Various copies can still be found scattered across museums in both the United States and England, as well as one in Australia. And in case you're looking to bolster your own biblical collection, a handful of these wicked Bibles still pop up at various auctions from time to time, the latest one sold for roughly $56,000. While it's unlikely this mistake altered the religious foundation of anyone ever, it remains a great example of how one small mistake can make one big difference in meaning. And always remember, thou shall proofread before printing. Or wait, no, yeah, that's right. I hope you've enjoyed today's guided tour of the Cabinet of Curiosities. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or learn more about the show by visiting curiositiespodcast.com. This show was created by me, Aaron Mankey, in partnership with How Stuff Works. I make another award-winning show called Lore, which is a podcast, book series, and television show. And you can learn all about it over at theworldoflore.com. And until next time, stay curious. Thank you.